Hey everyone, welcome to the IELTS VIP podcast. Thank you very much for joining us and a big, big thank you to all the Namibians out there who listen to the podcast. We are number, in the top 10 anyway, in Namibia. Uh, last week we were in the top six in Romania, so we're making great strides with this podcast and thank you very much to all the people who have subscribed uh, to the podcast and given it reviews, it does really make a huge difference to us. So thank you very much. We, I think we're on episode, which episode are we on now? Nine. We're on episode nine. So this podcast was really just an experiment. Um, we didn't know whether it would be successful or not. I, I, we haven't decided if it is completely successful or not. Um, we'll give it to Christmas, will we? <laughs> give it to Christmas and see if it is successful. But the, the premise of it was... We have a very, very successful um, IELTS course called the VIP course. And on the VIP course, what they can do is they can interact with us because they're all in a, in a Facebook group. Um, we came up with the idea of why don't you guys, our VIP members, give us some questions. I'll make a podcast and go into a lot of detail on just one question. Instead of me answering, you know, giving just a one sentence answer or a one paragraph answer to multiple questions, I'll take two questions a week and make two podcasts. So that's what this is. Now, last week we uh, did connected speech. So if you didn't check that out, you can go back and check that out. But we got really, really good feedback. It seems a lot of people um, want to know how to practice pronunciation at home. So what we're going to do today is a similar podcast on intonation. So on the, uh, on the IELTS speaking test, there will be a number of pronunciation features that the examiner will be thinking about. Um, they'll be thinking about the clarity of what you're saying. In other words, can they understand what you're saying? But they'll also be thinking of higher level pronunciation features. Things like connected speech, weak sounds, word stress, sentence stress, and intonation. So what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to look at what intonation is. Um, I'm going to tell you about my wife and my son to demonstrate why um, why intonation is important. Um, then we're going to look at why it's important within the context of IELTS. And then what we're going to do is we're going to give you a short-term solution for improving your intonation and a long-term solution. Because with many things on the IELTS test, there is a way to quickly improve things. And then there is a more effective way that takes a long time and a, and a longer um, or a bigger amount of um, or more hard work, basically. So what is intonation? So you've been listening to this podcast for two minutes or something like that. You've you heard me using intonation in every single sentence that I am using. And it's the basic way to describe it. It is, it's the normal change in tone, your tone going up, your tone going down. It's a natural change in tone when a native English speaker is talking. They have learned this from birth. They learn it from listening to people when, they're, when they are children, when they're babies. Um, and it's very, very important because it conveys a lot of information. So if you're reading and you just read a sentence, um, there is the words on the page give you information, the context gives you information, um, but there's no intonation. So it's lacking that information that you can convey through changing the tone of your voice. And it's really, really important because it changes meaning. It can completely change the meaning of a sentence, part of a sentence, or even just one word. So let me demonstrate this to you by telling you 
about my wife and my son. So my wife, Wynne, who's probably listening to this, watching this live, um, Wynne and I are not only married, um, but we work together. So Wynne looks after um, our HR within the company and our finance and our payroll and all of those different things. So as a husband and wife, when you work together, um, sometimes uh, there can be a little bit of tension or there can be, um, you can have disagreements, let's say. So normally when I go home from a day, uh, so I work in the office, Win works from home. Um, normally when I go home, I'll say, Win, how was work today? Or how was everything at work? Win will normally say one word to me, fine. Okay, so that's just one word. But she can mean many, 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 many different things by stating that word. So, for example, if I go home tonight and I say to Win, how was work today? And she says, fine, fine. So going up, the tone is going up. That means... Literally, everything was fine. But if I go home tonight and I say, how is everything at work? And she says, fine, fine. So the tone is completely different. The intonation is completely different. One's going up, one goes down. The first one means everything's good. The second one means I'm not getting any dinner because she's angry with me or something bad has happened. Um, or she might say, like I go home and I say, how is everything at work? She might say, fine. All right, so it's it's a longer tone. Intonation is a little bit different. Or fine, fine. That means, what do you think that means? Listening to that, fine. What would you say, Justin, Ruth? So-so. Yeah, it means so-so. I mean, most things are fine, but there's this one little thing that you did that really annoyed me, and I'm not happy about that. So, I mean, so you can see just one word by changing the intonation can completely change the meaning. The same thing this morning. Um, so this morning, Wynn actually had to go away really, really early. Wynn normally takes my little boy, Tom, to school, but she had to go um, to a meeting early this morning. So it was myself and my mum who were looking after Tom and getting him ready for school. Now, Tom wouldn't put his coat on because he wanted a different coat because he's four years old. And we were in a rush because I needed to get to work. So I said one word to Tom, which was Tom. So I said, Tom, okay, Tom. And my mum, who is Tom's grandmother, she said, Tom, Tom. Now, who do you think Tom paid attention to? All right, so did he pay attention to me or my mum? So my mum was saying, Tom. Tom completely ignores her, completely ignores my mum because my mum loves him so much and is very, spoils him typical grandmother but I said in a com with completely different intonation Tom and he immediately went and put his coat on because he knows from that uh, because the intonation just automatically he paid attention even as a four-year-old and this is uh, very as you can imagine very very important when you are naturally just speaking to people because if you use the wrong intonation you can give someone a message that you didn't intend. Um, you could, uh, for example, if you were in a job interview, um, at the moment we have a app, someone who hopes that they <laughs> can work here um, with us um, for an interview. We'll not tell them his name, in case, in case his current employer is, is listening. I don't think they will be, but. Um, so if, you, if, if he met me and he was to say, hi Chris, how are you? 
Hi, Chris, how are you? Like, that is giving me the message that, A, he doesn't care about the job, um, he doesn't like me, or if he, he, but if he meets me as he did this morning, hey, how's it going? You know, how's things? Natural, intonation, friendly, open. That, that tells me that he's, you know, interested in the job and he's a nice guy, hopefully. Um, so, so you can see how important intonation is. Um, within an IELTS context, IELTS or intonation is only important for people who need a seven or above. So, the most important thing within an IELTS context is uh, clarity. Can the examiner understand what you're saying? If there's something wrong with your clarity, if there's something wrong with your, your your pronunciation of individual words, you should focus on that first. Don't worry about intonation, uh, sentence stress, word stress, connected speech. Don't worry about those th things. They're, they are advanced techniques for people who need a band seven, eight, or nine. If you just need, for example, if you're at a band six or a band five for, um, for speaking, and you need to move up to a seven, I would focus on clarity first. But if you are you know, around a seven, you need a band seven, eight, or nine, um, keep listening. So there's a short-term way of improving your intonation and a longer-term way. You need to be aware of both of them because even if you use the short-term way, you might still fail um, or might still not get the score that you need. And also, um, just from a you know a day-to-day -day point of view, why are you doing the IELTS test? You're doing the IELTS test so you can, you know, get the job of your dreams, move to the country of your dreams. You're, it's it's a good idea to learn uh, and improve your intonation, even if you get the IELTS score that you need. So short-term solution. So the thing about intonation is it's connected to how you feel about something. It really conveys how, your your emotions and your feelings about something. As I just talked about with with the example with my wife and my son and um, they are though the, the changes in intonation are conveying information and it's really linked to how you feel about something so one of the most common problems that we see um, like in our vip course we have zoom sessions zoom session is where we get all of our students into a zoom session it's like a basically like a digital classroom where like there's a little box for each person and everybody can see each other and I pick one person at a time, ask them a speaking question, everybody listens, everybody listens to my feedback. And, and normally when we get someone who has poor intonation, it's not because they're going up or down um, in the wrong way or anything like that or they're trying too hard, that does happen. But the most common thing is very, very flat intonation. Hello, my name is Chris. I am from Ireland. Like, just very flat. Sounds like a robot. Um, and normally how we fix that is two things. I think a lot of people use very flat intonation, first of all, because the questions are very boring. Um, and if you feel like something is boring and you're talking about something that's boring that is going to come through in your intonation. Like you'll get some silly questions on IELTS test, like how often do you wear hats? Or like what, what's your favorite type of hat? Like it's difficult to you know, get excited about it, about maybe, I don't know, I don't like hats, but maybe it would be easy to get excited about for some people. But if you get a boring question like that, it isn't going to be um, the most exciting thing to speak about. So a short little uh, quick thing you can do is 
pretend that you are enthusiastic and excited to talk about everything that they ask you about. And, and even if they ask you about something that's really, really boring and you don't have no interest in it, just pretend that you are interested in it. I don't mean pretend as in lie or pretend that you're someone else, but you know, pretend that you are an actor or an actress for that 15 minutes you're in, in the speaking test and be enthusiastic. And you will not believe how easily and quickly that affects your intonation and improves your intonation. So that's one way of doing it. The other way of, of the other reason why people have very flat intonation is they're stressed, they're worried, they are under pressure because it's a very high stakes test. It can literally change their life. And when you are nervous, you speak like this. You're very like robotic and your intonation is very flat, Might maybe going down a lot. Um, whereas if you are relaxed, your intonation is naturally going to go up and down naturally. So we did make another podcast two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? On how to... Um, what was it on stress and stress management and things like that? So, you can go back and um, look at our or look at our listen to our um, old podcast about two weeks ago, and it was how to um, relieve stress and and not be too stressed out, especially in the in the speaking test. So that will will help you. So speak enthusiastically about it. Try and manage your stress. Um, and, and as I said, a really good technique is just. Pretend it's like an acting role and you are in a movie or, you know, on stage for that 15 minutes. Be really enthusiastic. However, don't overdo it. Um, <laughs> I do speak to some students and I give that advice and then they're like, hey, my name's Chris. I'm from our like you don't want to sound like you're in a Disney movie um, or on a, like a, a kid's TV show. Um, just try and be a little bit enthusiastic and you'll be OK. But record yourself record yourself and listen to it and you'll you'll find out it, um, what your intonation is like it's a really good idea to do some you know do two or three um speaking questions record your voice and because a lot of people who are making uh, or their intonation is really flat they don't know they're doing it um because it's difficult to think about ideas and grammar and vocabulary and fluency and pronunciation and listen to yourself at the same time. So it's a good idea to do that. So a longer term uh, method for improving your intonation, you can um, couple this with your listening practice. So I would highly recommend listening to something that you enjoy listening to. So that could be a TV show that you're really into. That could be a podcast that you really like. It could be a movie that you really like. It could be anything, um, a radio show. I would highly recommend that if you just want to get better at English because you're getting that input of new words, new grammar, new vocabulary, new pronunciation. And then what you can do is you can focus on, on specific things when you're listening to that. So very much like the advice that I gave for, um, for connected speech, you're going to do something called micro-listening. And what you're going to do is you can listen to one sentence or maybe two sentences and then rewind it and write it out on a piece of paper. So write out the, the sentence or, the, or two sentences on a piece of paper. Then listen to it again and add arrows to when their tone goes up and when their tone goes down. And then listen to it again and make sure that the arrows are correct. So you can do this five times, six times, seven times, as, as many times as you like to make sure that the, the arrows are in the correct place. 
Then what you need to do is listen to it again and listen to the maybe the whole paragraph or the or you know a minute either side of that to get context. Because that's really, really important that you understand the context, the background, the scenario, the situation. Um, and what you can do there is then think about why their voice is going up and why their voice is going down. What information are they trying to convey? What emotions or what feelings are they trying to convey? How does the change of in intonation affect things? Another thing you can do is change the intonation around and see how that changes the meaning of the sentence. So for example, if somebody said, you know, there's a scene in a movie where someone comes in um, for a job interview and they say, please sit down, please sit down. Okay, so that your their voice is going up with the please um, and then the voice is going down at the end. Write that out on a piece of paper and, and mark the intonation and then flip it around. So instead of going up at the start, go down, please sit down, please sit down. So you're changing the whole meaning. One is, please sit down, really polite, happy to see you. The other one, please sit down. That means the person is busy or they don't like the person or whatever. But it changes the meaning of it. So you can flip it around. And then what you're going to do is you're going to practice that um, intonation, the correct intonation by mimicking them, by copying them. But the most important part of that exercise is the thinking about meaning, the thinking about why they went up and why they went down. Because there's no point in mimicking someone without thinking about why they're doing it. So you can copy someone, but unless you understand why, like, um, you know, if you, a parrot can copy what I say, but a parrot doesn't, can't have a conversation with you. You don't want to become a parrot, like those birds that copy what you say. Um, you don't want to become a parrot and, and be able to copy good intonation, but not use good intonation. Same with vocabulary. There's no point in copying lots of words or learning lists of words without any context or without knowing how to use them. Within the context of the IELTS speaking test, you need to know how to use things and do things. And the same when you move to Canada or UK or America or Ireland, you can operate as an independent um, user of English. So I really, really recommend you do that if you want to improve your intonation. Listen to something you enjoy. Um, get a sentence or two that you want to focus on, something with interesting intonation. Probably the best one would be wait for some intonation that sounds strange to you or, or, like, or exaggerated intonation. You know, why was that? That's something that, that puzzles you. Pause it, listen to it again, write it out, add the arrows in, play around with it, change it if you want, then copy it, and, and most importantly, think about why they did that. And, and if you do that, Again, this is a long-term strategy. If you do that over three months, six months, a year, if you did that every day or three times a week or something like that, you will be amazed at the progress that you'll make. Um, and I'd especially recommend that to anybody who wants to move to an English-speaking country because it's going to make your life much easier. Like with basic things like friendships or relationships, do you want to let your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband, your wife, your kids know how you feel? Um, be really important that you 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 learn correct intonation. So, hopefully you enjoyed that podcast. Um, next 
on Thursday. What are we doing on Thursday? Anyway, we're doing something on Thursday. But I get my ass every month? Ah, so yeah, a lot of students in our VIP course recently, well, not a lot, three of them recently in the last sort of two weeks have got their tests remarked um, and got higher scores for writing. So considering we only work with a very small number of students, that's quite a significant um, number of people who've, who've seen that. So. Um, one of the the students wants um, me to do a whole podcast on when should you apply for a remark and when should you not apply for your remark because you you shouldn't automatically just apply for a remark because there's, there's certain things that you need to think about before you do that. So well, on Thursday, we'll talk all about that. Thanks again. And um, thanks again for the people who are listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for giving it those lovely five-star reviews and thank you to all the people who haven't given it one-star reviews stay away from those reviews if you <laughs> if you want to give it one star all right guys thank you very much and i'll see you on thursday for another podcast we will also be live tomorrow on our facebook page and our um, youtube channel if you want more videos go to our youtube channel our facebook page has everything on it with more than a million followers on that facebook page definitely worth checking out if you have questions about ielts go to our website ieltsadvantage.com and you can find out the answer to 99 percent of the things that you uh, need and if you have a specific question or if you want to work with us um, if you want our help with your ielts preparation you can email me, chris at ieltsadvantage.com. Thank you very much, guys, and see you again soon. Bye-bye.